Proverbs chapter 10, verse 3. The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the, the craving of the wicked. I expect that um, surely Solomon, being the wisest of men, um, had seen many wicked men eat until their bellies were like plump, right? So what Solomon's saying when he says that the Lord will thwart the craving of the wicked, but he will, and he will not let the righteous go hungry. What is he getting at? And the question comes to mind is, is whether the wicked man is truly ever satisfied. Does he ever have enough money? Uh, does the, his money bring him contentment and peace? Does he ever have that much stuff so that, yes, I have reached that fulfillment? No. Does, does anything bring his life true contentment? No, not so for, for the wicked man. Um, you know, mankind does experience all kinds of hungers in life at different times. He may have a hunger for knowledge or hunger for food or money or fame. But look, nothing in the world truly satisfies man of itself. I mean, a wicked man can keep grasping at the things of the world for, for fulfillment, but it will never come. They don't satisfy. Um, and all of our, our physical hungers, they point us to the most important craving that a man can have. Um, and this craving can only be satisfied by Jesus Christ, God's Son, the promised one, the, the offspring of, of the woman promised in Genesis chapter 3. Um, that the world had been waiting for for so long. He brings satisfaction. Jesus himself said in, in John 6, 35, uh, it says this, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. And C.S. Lewis, um, he observed this, quote, a man's physical hunger does not prove that man will get any bread. He may die of starvation on a raft in the Atlantic, but surely a man's hunger does prove that he comes from a race which repairs its body by eating and inhabits a world where eatable substances exist." Unquote. So, yeah, in, in the same way, a hunger for purpose and, and belonging and acceptance surely does prove that there is someone who can satisfy this inner need. And that is our Creator. And Jesus said in, in Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Our text today says, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. So to thwart means to prevent someone from obtaining something. God stops. God prevents the wicked from satisfying their craving. Uh, though, you know, though they take all kinds of worthless things in, God says these things will not satisfy you. He puts his foot down. He stops it. 
And I'll close with this. John 7.37 says, On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Father God, thank you for your word today. Thank you that um, that you do satisfy. You have satisfied those who, who look to you and hope and believe in you and, and place their trust in you, Lord. And uh, You came to do what Adam and Eve did not do. They sinned. They, they rebelled. They, they disobeyed God um, and, um, and all of their offspring, Lord. We have done the same, Lord. But Jesus Christ came as a man and um, and he succeeded where Adam and Eve failed. And then he willingly was paid the wages of our sin uh, by dying on the cross. And then he defeated sin's uh, curse, this curse that uh, uh, that comes along with sin. And he, he rose from the grave and he will raise us up incorruptible like he was raised to be with him forever, Lord. And he also in his resurrection gives us power over sin, Lord, so that that we can we see we have seen you as beautiful. We've seen Jesus as as uh, the greatest treasure in the universe. So no longer do we need to trust the world's promises for satisfaction, uh, Lord, but our hunger is fully satisfied in you, Lord. Thank you for this great truth. Jesus' name, amen.